everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every weekday morning from 10 a.m. to noon on 104.5 WOKV, Jacksonville's News and Talk. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. You know, I'm kind of I'm kind of glad that it's whatever you want Wednesday because it's one of those Wednesdays where there's just too much to talk about. There's just I mean, there's just too much to talk about. Uh, we're already getting. I mean, there's this big launch today, which apparently people are really excited about, and the weather is now uh, it seems to be cooperating. Launch today is going to be huge. I'm getting shivers down my spine, hair on my head standing up. Whoop whoop. People in Florida love the launch. The like the launch is the thing in the state of Florida, and it has, it's been th- since what 2011 or something since we've had a launch. And now, thanks to uh, Tesla's Elon Musk and SpaceX, he we're going to put two Americans on a rocket, shoot them up to the International Space Station uh, for the first time in in decades. It's going to be really. I mean, it is really exciting. And most importantly, and the thing that I'm most excited about is that this is the first privately funded launch. This is a private company a capitalist venture. This is not the government racing to get into space. This is not the government, you know, uh, spending millions and millions and millions of unneeded dollars. This is a privately held corporation, a guy who knows what he's doing, making something. Uh, and, and, and again, and there's competition. Don't forget about Virgin Galactic, which is still out there having some troubles. But this is this is a huge step for the space program, not because uh, we're putting people back into the, to orbit, but also because this is a capitalist venture. And that as a as a as a hard and true and uh, a steadfast capitalist makes me super happy. And a lot of people are just cool because they're going to be like, hey, look, rockets in space. That's awesome. 855-765-1045. Now, hopefully this is supposed to go off sometime at like 4 o'clock or 430, uh, weather permitting. Will this tropical storm affect the landing for the launch today, which I believe is up the coast north of Florida? Yeah, I don't know. what. I don't know. Uh, look, if they have to call it off, they're going to call it off because, of course, safety is really important. But they didn't seem – I mean, we've known about this weather. They're still a go. They're still like a go for takeoff. And uh, we will, of course, be monitoring the situation. Now, the cool thing, oh, yes, you have some I just wanted to say, we are still a go, but at 1030, I believe they're going to announce whether we move forward with the go or they scrap it for the day. Oh. So that's the next chance they determine whether it moves forward. Oh, I got, that's great. SpaceX, yeah. I need a go, no go for takeoff. <laughs> 1030. Uh, we, that's okay. So 1030, we're going to find out. Great. Thanks for the tidbit, Josh. Of course. And that's awesome news. Um, now, if it's a go, then it's a go. If it's a no go, they're going to probably try again on Saturday. Is that what I hear? That's what I heard also. All right. So it will be sometime uh, this weekend that this thing hopefully happens. Now, the other exciting thing when you think about this rocket going to space is that when you look at when you look at what's happening uh, here in Florida, I mean, because this is all happening in Florida. And when you look at this as now a uh, when you look at this as now a, a corporate entity, it means more jobs. It means more money. It means more of a of an influx into um 
into into the state and that's also something that we should be really uh we should be really excited about anyway we'll we'll keep an eye on that for you we will make sure that you get all the information as it comes now a couple of other things that are going on around the globe and of course we will get to your phone calls because today is whatever you want wednesday Today is the day, and I haven't forgotten, today's the day when we turn the show over to you. So if you want to talk about, if you want to talk about Donald Trump's uh, tweets, if you want to talk about Donald Trump shutting down, listen to this. Donald Trump is threatening to shut down social media websites that interfere with conservative viewpoints. He said he's basically this this whole thing comes from him and Joe Scarborough and his view his uh, his feud with Joe Scarborough and this this story about Joe Scarborough, uh, you know, apparently having some kind of foul play incident with an intern for the show who died and her parents are very upset. And Mika Brzezinski is is begging and pleading with Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, to shut down Donald Trump's account. And they're like, look, he's the president. It's news. We're not going to shut it down. But they are going to start fact checking. And you know who hates to be fact checked? is Donald Trump. So now he's basically saying, look, we there's a chance that I am going to shut down social media. Basically, they, if they keep fact checking, if they keep their liberal leaning slant, if they keep silencing conservative voices, then we're not going to we're not going to have any more of it. He said that uh, he said that they're now interfering in the 2020 presidential election, saying my statement on mail and ballots, which will lead to massive corruption and fraud, is incorrect. Based on fact-checking by fake news CNN and the Amazon Washington Post. In a statement emailed to Bloomberg, Trump re-election campaign manager Brad Parscale said that Twitter's move to add fact-checked links to the two tweets demonstrates the social network's clear political bias. Adding that partnering with the biased fake news media fact-checkers is only a smokescreen Twitter is using to try to lend their obvious political tactics some false credibility. And now Donald Trump is saying we're not going to we're going to either regulate the you know what out of these people to the point where they can't even sustain their livelihoods or we're going to shut them down entirely. And that leads to that leads to a really serious dilemma. Is social media considered media, meaning do they have First Amendment protection or are they really just a delivery system? Because Twitter doesn't make news. Facebook doesn't create content. They look to people like us. To go on there and make news and create content. I mean, we're, listen, dude, the amount of content we create on a daily basis for Facebook. I mean, we do two hours live. We do like another hour recorded. We're always commenting with, I mean, we help people waste so much time of their, like, so much of their life on Facebook. And we make them God knows how much money. But we are the content creators. We are the news. And they're just the delivery system. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where it is. I don't know where the, the blame lies or where you can actually regulate. Uh, do you regulate the content creator or do you shut down the network entirely? It's really going to it's going to start and, uh, and pose a really interesting battle. Plus, why are the fact checkers CNN and Amazon dot com? If you're going to have fact checkers, you should have independent fact checkers or none at all. Or not at all. And I, also, Twitter needs to realize that Donald Trump has done more for their network, Donald Trump has done more for Twitter. I I 100% believe because before the 2016 election, Twitter was on the brink. There were stories about them declaring bankruptcy, laying off staff, 
Uh, the CEO was hiding all kinds of financial documents. There was a big thing about how they were going to court because some of their employees weren't getting paid and some of their some of their contractors were, were trying to get money out of them. They were on the brink of going under. There was no revenue stream. There was no plan for them to create revenue, to sustain their livelihoods. And all of a sudden, Donald Trump runs for president and starts tweeting. And for the last four years, Twitter has been the go-to for the media. Twitter has been the go-to for the media. The president is on there several times a day. Tweets are being tweeted and retweeted and cut and pasted and broadcast. And it is, it's, it's Donald Trump's really, it's his, it's his mouthpiece. It's his megaphone. It's his direct line to the voters. It's a way for him to bypass the fake news media altogether and say whatever he wants to say about whatever he wants to talk about whenever he wants to talk about it. And it literally saved Twitter's butt. If it weren't for Donald Trump, there would be no Twitter today. I guarantee that. And you can Google it. You can go back and say, oh, Twitter bankruptcy, 2015. That's when all the rumors started swirling. This election, this president saved Twitter, and now they're turning their backs on him. If Donald Trump leaves Twitter and goes someplace else, and there's other places to go. There is a, a conservative Twitter called Gab.com, and we've been on Gab for a while but it is where all of the conservatives who have been ousted by Twitter, ousted by YouTube, ousted by Facebook, wherever they're – Milo – what's it? Milo um, Yiannopoulos. He was the big guy. He was the first one who got thrown off of Twitter. He popped up over there. Uh, the guy from um, the guy from uh, you know what's it, Prison Planet or uh, Infowars. They're all over there because whenever a prominent a prominent uh, Republican or conservative gets booted off of a platform, they end up in this place called Gab, and it's growing and growing and growing and growing. So it, it's all part of the capitalist system. If these social media networks are going to cater to just one side of the demographic, the left-leaning liberal side of the demographic, then guess what? That's all that that's all they're going to get and they're going to lose half of the population. Now, the good news for Donald Trump and conservatives is really the only people on Twitter are Democrats. There's a handful of Republicans, but mostly it's Democrats. So when they're out there tweeting and retweeting and talking smack about the the president, when you see things trending, it's all just people singing to the choir. You know, it's all just a bunch of liberals telling each other how much they hate the president, how great liberal things are. Hashtagging this, hashtagging that. Kathy Griffin, she's amazing. Donald Trump, he's the devil. And it's all just they're all sitting in their church of liberalism, just patting each other on the back and, and, and preaching to, the, to each other. So it's not really any, the only person who can lose out in this is the social media network, especially if it's Twitter, because if you lose Donald Trump, you're probably done. Eight five. No, no one's gonna have any. There's no other reason to go to Twitter if the president jumps ship. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Listen, we gotta take a quick break already. Uh, it's whatever you want Wednesday. If you have something you want to talk about, comment on, question. If you need information about something, if you want to vent about something, now's your time. This is your time. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on one zero four point five WOKV. Hey, Mark, it's Susie in Middleburg. It's Trump Day. That didn't sound like Susie in, that didn't sound like Susie in Middleburg. Hey, uh, Susie in Middleburg, how are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Susie, somebody is impersonating you. Yeah. You're, you're, it's, like you're, uh, it's like you've had your, uh, your, what do you call it, your, um, uh, not, not your identity uh, has been stolen. Oh no! Call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> what is uh, what do you want to say today, uh, Susie? Well, I just wanted to say that I'm 
Well, shoot, he stole my thunder. It's Trump Day! Hey, look at that. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, there we go. Very good. Yeah, that's... You know you've made it when people start to uh, to impersonate you on the open mics. Pretty soon she's going to have to get verified or else we're not going to know. We're going to have to have a little blue check mark next to her name when she calls in. 855-765-1045. Patrick's in uh, Palm Coast. How you doing, Patrick? Oh, I'm doing good. My wife wanted to tell you she loves your show and we listen every day. Oh, I pre- tell your wife I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah. And, and tell her thank you for forcing you to listen, too. <laughs> but we were talking about the... Uh, uh, Space shuttle shot today? Yeah. Wondering if the astronauts are going to be social distancing or not. Oh, yeah, that's going to be tough to do in a tiny little capsule like that. And also on the International Space Station, probably, look, probably they've been swabbed. Probably they've been cleared. I imagine they've been quarantined um, so that we can keep the COVID-19 out of space. Uh, but, you know, but that's a great question. That's a great, maybe they'll be wearing masks. Oh, you know what? They just wear those bubble things, don't they? Where like the whole the glass hats, thing. Yeah, yeah, like the fish bowls. Oh, yeah. So they're fine. They're, they can't, they can't get any germs. 855-765-1045. This is Deborah in Jacksonville. Hi, Deborah. How you doing? Good morning. I'm glad to be back in Jacksonville from oh, uh, Washington, D.C. We're we so glad to have Trump. you back. Yeah. yeah what do you want to say you. about Trump? Yeah. Well, Trump just got elected in 2016, and we decided to go to the NASCAR um, race down in Homestead. Okay. One of the drivers came in. His name is Brad Kosowski. He just won uh, Charlotte this week. Yeah, no, I know Brad. And there was they, because you meet the drivers, you can ask questions. Right. And he looked at me. and He said, "Oh, no, you got a question. You got a question." <laughs> so what I asked him, I said, "Who tweets more, you or Donald Trump?" Well, the poor driver just started going, uh, 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 and he had somebody with him from the press. He said, no comment. Now, the reason why I asked him that is because they had a red line crash about several, uh, about a year ago prior okay. to that. Yeah. And Brad had his cell phone with him, and he got out of the car and started tweeting. And so all the other drivers had to start getting Twitter accounts. And finally, NASCAR said to Brad and said to the drivers, you are not taking your phones in the car any longer yeah you shouldn't what's do that definitely. funny is last year we went and brad was we were the driver meeting and i went up to brad i said hey brad i guess we know who tweets more now you donald trump and he just started laughing oh deborah that's all that's hilarious <laughs> definitely don't tweet and drive especially if you're driving a nascar at 180 miles an hour around the track at homestead 855-765-1045 by the way the president is going to be at the launch he'll be here in florida if the launch goes through now we we find out in just minutes Right? Is that right? At 10.30? That's right. In just minutes, we're going to find out if we are go, no go for takeoff. And if we are go, I would imagine the president's going to hop on the chopper, get on the plane, come down here, and uh, and he'll be there to watch the launch. I assume Elon Musk is also there, so it's a big I, would The governor probably will be there, right? I imagine Ron DeSantis will be there. Is that right? I haven't heard, but maybe. If Trump's there, then DeSantis is probably going to be there, too. Lenny Curry, I don't know, will be there, but he is scheduled to speak at 12.05. Yes. And we will be bringing you that live. But I assume he's still here in Jacksonville. He's still trying to get the Republican National Convention here. So, he actually, you know what? It would behoove him to go down there, yeah, actually. Go do some networking. I mean, if he's going to be there with Elon Musk and Ron DeSantis and Donald Trump, that's a great time to network and say, Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena is it's sitting empty. Wasn't, it's, it's ready to go. Wasn't there a talk to put some kind of SpaceX warehouse in uh, the landing, too? I would love that. Wasn't man. that the I'm talk? When... Imagine this. Imagine what downtown Jacksonville would be like if you took the landing and the shipyards and you built... Oh, like a rocket ship, you know, uh, like, a, what do you call it? Like um, like a, a jet port. Like a launch pad? Right, like the launch pad. And, that, you know, and every day or every week, there's a launch from downtown Jacksonville. Just mm. right in. 
That would be amazing. That would be amazing. 855-765-1045. Got to take a quick break already because we're, we've been uh, jibber-jabbering. But we've got all day for your questions, your comments, uh, your, your rants. Whatever it is you want to talk about today, we will talk about today. It's whatever you want Wednesday. And we continue with it next on the Marque Show on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. Do you think that people could focus on purchasing other things for hurricane season besides toilet paper? Yeah, I mean, I, I forgot that hurricane season started. Luckily, I already uh, started prepping when the coronavirus hit, so I think we're, we're fully stocked. But, look, toilet paper's back, man. Toilet paper, paper towels, it's back. Every time I go to the store now, there's tons of it. Uh, what's still not back are the disinfectant sprays and the wipes. Now, we did get some from uh, from Leslie yesterday in the mail, and, Leslie, we do appreciate that. But it's, uh, those are the difficult products that I still don't know where they're going. I don't know what Lysol and Clorox have been doing for the last three months. The, the, the bounty people have been making more paper towels. The Charmin people have been able to get those extra squishy, soft rolls back on the shelf. But for whatever reason, the Clorox people and the Lysol people can't seem to get it together. I just I just don't understand it. 855-765-1045. It's whatever you want Wednesday today. So we will talk about whatever you want. And Jim is on the north side. He wants to say something. Hi, Jim. How are you? Hey, Mark. Um, uh, I, quit, I pretty much quit paying attention to polls since they had Hillary Clinton winning in a landslide. Yeah. And, um, but I recently, just due to curiosity, I, I looked at a couple of, of supposedly reputable polls. Yeah. And what caught my, what caught my eye was, I can't believe this, I'm saying this, but the majority of American people supposedly trust Joe Biden over Trump on China. Yeah. And consider, considering the fact that Joe Biden's pretty much been in bed with China for years, these people either don't know his history or they have absolutely no business voting. Look, uh, I mean, the, here's the thing about the, the news is very interesting because it's all starting to mirror 2016. The polls have Biden ahead by three, Biden ahead by five, Biden ahead by 11. If you're looking at Quinnipiac, Biden ahead by six. Very similar to what the polls were claiming with a uh, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton matchup. Donald Trump was ahead in zero in zero national polls um, going into this thing. The second thing that happened yesterday was the AFL-CIO, they, the, um, they gave their endorsement to Joe Biden. This is a huge labor organization. It's a huge, it's a huge uh, you know, union organization that, uh, that is, has a stronghold in the steel belt in the Midwest. And they also endorsed Hillary Clinton. Fat load of good it did her because she lost a general election. Why? Well, because a lot of people who are members of unions don't actually like or trust their union. And they feel that the union bosses are in bed with the politicians that they tend to support. And when you look at the results, you had more AFL-CIO workers and members go out and vote for Donald Trump in the end. But it's I mean, it's a rehash of what happened in 2016. You've got the polls calling for Biden. You've got the AFL-CIO calling for Biden. You've got the media just calling for just pumping up. The, I've heard that Florida seniors are voting for Biden in droves. Seniors are scared of coronavirus, so they feel that Biden is the answer. You know, if you look at the if you look at the swing states, uh, there are several polls in the swing state that used to have Trump up. But now, guess what? They all have Biden up. Donald Trump is now is now threatening North Carolina. 
He said, we're going to pull out the convention. We're going to bring it to Florida or Texas or somewhere else if you guys don't, you know, poop or get off the pot in the next week or so. So all of these fake polls are going blue. But at the end of the day, the polls don't choose the president. The president is chosen by the Electoral College, and the Electoral College is combined or is uh, is uh, created by the people that go out and vote and people who answer polls or talk to pollsters or or pick up the phone or say this when they're when they're when they think they're being recorded but do something totally different in private. Those people do not pick up. The, or those people do not choose who is president. And when when it all comes down to it. The majority of voters on Election Day have never once talked to a pollster, have never once answered a poll. I've never been contacted by anyone from any polling organization. I don't even know how they get all of these poll information, polling uh, new pieces of information anymore. And it's, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to be going from now until Election Day. But don't forget, on Election Day 2016, Donald Trump had zero lead anywhere. I think the only state he was leading in was like West Virginia. But Pennsylvania was plus seven for Hillary. Wisconsin was plus five for Hillary. Michigan, she didn't even go to Michigan. Hillary Clinton didn't even go to Michigan or Pennsylvania the last two, three weeks. She thought she had it wrapped up. You know who did? You know who went there and and campaigned and rallied and drummed up support and asked for votes and made people aware of what this country needed? Was Donald Trump. And in the end, in the end, the stronger campaigner with the better message will win. Whoever goes out there and fights harder for every vote, whoever goes out there and connects with the most voters, whoever has the strongest, most positive message moving forward will win this election. And that person is Donald Trump because, A, Joe Biden doesn't go out anywhere unless it's to hang flowers on a memorial on Memorial Day. Otherwise, he's just hanging in his hanging in his library basement bunker in Wilmington, Delaware, doing uh, doing radio interviews where he insults black voters. Or he coughs into his own hand and gets called out by CNN or forgets how many people have died of the coronavirus or forgets the name of the coronavirus or forgets, you know, who he's talking to, what he's talking about. Or he uh, he's talking about women that he may or may not have sexually harassed or he's got geese honking in the background. Joe Biden has so much wrong with his campaign. There's no way he's going to be able to connect with voters. And the second part of that is the messaging. The messaging on the Democratic side of the aisle is so bad. The messaging that they are sending out is Donald Trump stinks. He's fat. He's mean. He doesn't know what he's killing people. But the truth of the matter is Donald Trump is is in charge of a, a tremendous economic recovery. Donald Trump is is leading the charge to get America open back, uh, open back up. Donald Trump is making sure that this virus is continually mitigated. A hundred thousand deaths is a far cry from the two point five million that we were being projected with. Donald Trump still continues to close down borders with China, with Brazil, with Europe when he deems it necessary. And at the end of the day, Donald Trump's views, opinions, agendas, Donald Trump's morals, Donald Trump's outlooks and Donald Trump's thoughts and feelings toward what America can and should be are more in tune with voters than Joe Biden's. Because all Joe Biden will tell you is, come on, man, Trump's bad, period. That's his whole. Oh, and now he's fat. That's his whole campaign. That is not a winning campaign. 855-765-1045. Evelyn from Ponte Vedra. How are you doing, Evelyn? I'm good, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing really well. What do you want to say today? I want to talk about um, 
I'm 11, and my dad and I go to Trump rallies. We've been to two so far, and we went to a Second Amendment rally in Washington, Uh D.C., and we're really hoping that we can go back to them soon and that hopefully that they'll start reopening up and we can go and support our president. Evelyn, I re- like the, thank you so much for calling. Listen, you bring up a great point. You know how this is how much of a message, and this is how this is how uh, this is how secure Donald Trump's base is, and this is how much the uh, the America First, the Make America Great Again, the Keep America Great message continues to resonate, even though there are no rallies, even though the rallies have been shut down since March, even though we can't go to to Veterans Memorial Arena or Orlando, or even though Donald Trump can't pack twenty thousand people into an arena because of social distancing. You know what's happening? The new the new Trump rally is the boat parades, the ones we had here in Jacksonville, the one they're having again on June 14th, the one that happened in Charleston, South Carolina over the weekend, the ones that have been happening in Savannah and North Carolina and Wilmington and up and down the coast of Florida. These boat rally, these uh, these what do you call them? Uh, flotillas are the new Trump rally. And it just shows that no matter what happens with social distancing, no matter what happens with the coronavirus, no matter what happens with governors, uh, Democratic governors putting staunch restrictions on on people's, again, constitutionally guaranteed freedom to assemble, no matter what happens, people that love America, people that love the message, conservatives who support the president, who are passionate about the Constitution, who are passionate about their rights and who are passionate about keeping Donald Trump in office for four more years, they will find a way. They will find a way. If it's not rallies, it's boats. If it's not boats, it'll be, I don't know, drones or Zoom calls. They'll figure out a way. They will do it. And nothing's going to stop them. Not Twitter, not fact-checking, not not governors, not a coronavirus. And Joe Biden, in the meantime, has no flotillas. Joe Biden has no rallies. Joe Biden has nobody coming to together to to plan some kind of, you know, socially distant. Joe Biden's people are all hiding. There is no way that this guy is going to drum up the kind of support and passion that it takes, that it takes for people on November 3rd to go out there and vote in the droves, in the large numbers that it's going to take for for him to beat Donald Trump. They may be passionate when they answer their phone, when the pollster goes, uh, hello, would you answer a couple of questions on the phone? When they're in the safety of their own homes and they don't have to worry about putting on a mask or they don't have to worry about going out, when they can sit there and talk to somebody or text somebody or click a button online, they are happy. They are happy to vote for Joe Biden. But come November 3rd, it's a whole different story. 855-765-1045. All right, got to take a quick break. Uh, more of whatever you want Wednesday is on the way. So keep the calls coming. Keep the open mic messages coming. You can leave one in our mobile app. Just go to uh, go to your app store and download the 104.5 WOKV mobile app. Send us that open mic message. We'll get to more of them right after this. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? what? It's the Marque Show. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. And today is whatever you want Wednesday. And on whatever you want Wednesday, we let you talk about whatever you want. We do nothing. And here's the best thing. This is a short week for us because Monday was a holiday. So we came in yesterday. We did one show. Today, it's all up to you guys who do the hard lift, the heavy lifting. And then we'll have Thursday and Friday. It's really like not even a four day week. It's like a three day week for us. For you, it's a one day week. 855-765-1045. It's the number. Susan in Jacksonville. Hi, Susan. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Oh, doing really well. Susan, what do you want to say? Um. I wanted to. Um, I was calling about China. I just wanted to 
point a couple of things out, but I wanted to remind you about mail-in ballots and voter harvesting can make a big difference on this election. Yeah. But um, the things that I wanted to talk about, there's three points about China. They were talking about it yesterday on the news and how China doesn't like us interfering with what's going on with Hong Kong and basically said that they had no problems with going to war with us. They basically know how to take us out now. Yeah. Which we know that's the Wuhan virus. The other thing is people weren't paying attention, but in Massachusetts, um, one of the sewage facility places that does water treatment reported that they had higher levels of COVID found in their water system than they had expected to find. And the other thing that I wanted to point out was that China is building, has made an agreement with Africa and is building a nuclear facility in Africa over there off of our east coast, okay? And so those those are the things that we should not be ignoring right now and dealing with China when they say, oh, basically they're ready to go to war with us. Yeah. They said yesterday they were going to start training, you know, which kind of was weird to me because you see them on TV marching and pushing missiles through their cities and all this stuff all the time. So I think they've been preparing for a while. And what better way to interrupt an election than get us into a situation with China? Interesting. So. Interesting. Susan, those are all, listen, I've, I've heard of like two of those. Uh, but we'll look at it. Here's the thing with China. China is China is the Russia of 2020. China is the big threat, both uh, both militarily. It's also a huge threat economically. Uh, Russia has no economic threat because they're basically broke. Putin steals all the money. So when you look at what's going on with China and and both sides of the both sides of the aisle, the Democrats and the Republicans have taken a stance on China. Donald Trump has been anti-China since day one. He's been China's ripping us off. China's stealing our money. China's gr trade agreements are despicable. The people who who made these trade agreements with Ch China is stealing from the United States of America. We need to stop it. He's been attacking China on the economic front since he took office. Now, he's also been what? Spending millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions of dollars rebuilding our military. Why? Well, because Donald Trump isn't stupid. And no matter what the media and the Democrats want you to think. Donald Trump knows that if you start to poke this big giant bear, big panda bear, if you will, if you start to poke this beast by demanding fair trade deals and taking back its money and messing with its with, with its economic status in the world, when you start threatening to 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 take back a bigger piece of the pie and you and you and you hurt China's ability to make money, he knows that they're not going to like that. They may get aggressive. And if you get aggressive with the United States of America, the United States of America needs a big, strong military to back it up. So the trade deals and the and the rebuilding the United States military to its its position of superiority, those two things go hand in hand. This agenda is not just there is this is a multi-tiered agenda. Borders, strong borders at Mexico. Yes, it's to keep drug cartels out and rapists out and killers out. It's also to keep terrorists out. Because when you let terrorists into the United States, they have a chance to weaken us from within. When you have uh, strong borders, you also have stronger economic policies. You can you can strong arm Canada and Mexico to get better deals and 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 uh, and you know a better trade agreements, which he's done. NAFTA, it's gone. NAFTA's out the door. Donald Trump has delivered on pretty much everything that he said he was going to do, and our military continues to grow stronger because he knows when you. When you come in and you're this radical of an opponent for these countries who have been taking advantage of us so long, 
and who's and we've had leaders that have let them. Now, when you have a leader who's like, uh uh-uh, uh, not so fast, things could get ugly. You better have you better have a big gun and you be, better be ready to use it. And we are. 855-765-1045. Quick break, more of the Marque Show coming up on 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045. That's the number you need to dial if you want to get through. Or you can hit star star 1045 on your cell phone, and uh, you'll get through as well. Plus, we have this open mic thing. And it's great. What you can do is you can uh, you can send us an open mic message. It just a digitally, um, it's like a 30-second digital recording comes right to the studio. We put it right on the air. I woke up this morning to all of my pandemic back pay in my account all the way back to March 22nd. Must be my lucky day. Look at that. She got back pay in her account. And uh, then you know, hopefully she'll get her front pay, and then she'll be uh, she'll be all good to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, leg pay, shoulder pay. Yeah, all the you know the side pay. Eight five five seven six five one zero. Congratulations! It is a great day for you. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. This is Frank in Orlando. Hi, Frank. How's it going? Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, trying to find out about. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, the stimulus bill. Yeah. And and also uh, why social media is trying to be a, a pain in the ass, pardon my French, please, about to Donald Trump because of his tweets. Uh, yeah, well, the Democrats, uh, I mean, they, the last one they passed was the $3 trillion coronavirus relief bill, but I don't know that it's, I mean, it's not taken the next step. Um, but look, Twitter, I don't know what, I don't know what Twitter's play is here. I don't know if calling, you know, if, if starting a war with the most popular and most powerful of all your users right before an election is the right move for them. I don't think that it's going to end well for them. And, and really the last thing you want to do as a social media network is draw attention to the fact that you stifle over half of the population. Um, now Donald Trump, and when Donald Trump makes an enemy of somebody, he doesn't let up. And we know this. We know this about Donald Trump. It's his forte. It's how it, it it's how it works with him, and it's how he has found success both politically and in the business arena and with the uh, the court of public opinion. But he, I mean, look, he literally 46 minutes ago tweeted, "Twitter has now shown that everything we have been saying about them and their compatriots is correct." Big action to follow. Now, whether there's big action to follow or not, we don't know. But Donald Trump is shining a great big spotlight on Twitter. Twitter, which if they were smart, they would just leave him alone. He is their number one user. He is one of the most followed. He's clearly one of the most retweeted. And he has turned their little social media platform from like a quirky little fun thing where celebrities can joke on each other to an actual source of news. What he tweets is news. What he tweets affects the economy. It affects the uh, you know businesses. It affects our country. It affects our relationship with other countries. Twitter for for Donald Trump is the mouthpiece of the president, and Twitter should probably protect that. But instead, they're more concerned with their liberal friends in the media. They're more concerned with Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski and and CNN. They have they have, you know, strategic alliances with CNN and Amazon and The Washington Post. So they're not going to let Donald Trump continue to use their platform to attack him. And that's why they now have these these fact checks which pop up on Donald Trump's tweets. And that's why Donald Trump has basically declared war on them and said, look, here, uh, three hours ago, he wrote Republicans feel that social media platforms totally silence conservative voices. 
we will strongly regulate or close them down. Strongly regulate or close them down before we can ever allow this to happen. We saw what they attempted to do and failed in 2016. We can't let a more sophisticated version of that happen again. But just uh, just like we can't let large-scale mail-in ballots take root in our country, it would be a free-for-all on cheating, forgery, and the theft of ballots. ballots. Whoever cheated the most would win. Likewise, social media, clean up your act now. So the threats are out there. The threats are out there. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Joan from Amelia Island. Hi, Joan. How are you? Hey, thank you so much. You have such a great sense of humor and uh, and your staff. We really appreciate what you bring to the table. I'm calling on getting an update for the Trump Tilla. Where, what, when and how? The Trump Tilla, the next one, it's going to be on Donald Trump's birthday, which is June 14th, and it's going to be uh, downtown Jacksonville. Now, we, we've we been talking a lot about this, and in fact, we uh, we got a call from a woman who uh, who has a great big boat. We're trying to get in touch with her. We want to make sure that we can make, have a big presence there, but it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. June 14th, Jacksonville, and there is a a, a Facebook page and a Facebook, um, you know, if, if somebody wants to go on our uh, Facebook broadcast right now and post that link once again, just go to our, our page because it's linked there and you can get all the information you need. But this one's probably going to be one of the biggest ones ever. How about the starting route? Where is that? Downtown at the waterfront or where? Great question. I don't know. I think it's farther south because the St. John's goes north, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. We'll get all the details about that um, the closer we get. It's just a couple weeks away now, I know. But we'll, hopefully uh, by next week, the week uh, week after, we'll have everything in line. So we hope uh, we hope to see you out there. 855-765-1045. Dave on the west side. How you doing, Dave? Hey, how you doing today, Mark? Oh, great, man. What's uh, up? What do you want to say? Yeah, listen, um, if I remember correctly, uh, Bush 43 had a huge rally at what was Altel Stadium then, which is now TIAA Bank Field. Yeah. Uh, I think he uh, attracted at least 66,000 supporters uh, to the rally. And I think that, you know, aside from the convention in Denver, that that still is the largest uh, rally uh, non-convention um, in political history here in this country. And uh, with that, I think it's more feasible to bring the Republican National Convention to Jacksonville than it is to launch Falcon 9 rockets from downtown Jacksonville. So uh, I'm just... I mean, I don't, know why, I don't know why we can't have both the convention and the rockets in downtown Jacksonville. I would love... I would love to see that. Yeah, uh, I mean, there was a big rally. Look, this is a, a huge place. It's a huge jumping off point, not just for Jacksonville and, and northern Florida, uh, but Daytona. I mean, people from Orlando. You've got people from Georgia as well. It's a great it's a great hub and it's a great center for conservatives. I mean, Donald Trump had several rallies here himself. Uh, you know, and he, he'd go to Daytona. He'd go to Jacksonville. He'd go to, to Orlando. He'd go all around the state. He'd go up to Atlanta. Um, so, I mean, I, I agree with you. I think the RNC is, it's the kind of thing that the, this city has never had, but definitely needs. It needs something like a huge national convention. And if we can, and if we can backdoor our way into it, great. 
if we can steal it from Charlotte last minute because of the coronavirus and because here in Jacksonville, we are more well prepared to open up our community to a bunch of outsiders. If we are more prepared to to mitigate this pandemic and make sure that visitors are safe and that people that live here are safe while we're doing it, while we're supporting the president, while we're supporting the party, while we're supporting conservatism, while we're supporting really our constitutional uh, you know, election process then I think it's a win-win-win. It's a loss for Charlotte. But then Charlotte, I mean, look, they've had – North Carolina has become uber-political in the past few years. And if if the governor is not going to allow the Republican National Convention to go off as planned because of the coronavirus and because of the stringent lockdowns that he wants to uh, put on the state, well, then bring it on, man. Ron DeSantis is all about it. Mayor Lenny Curry is all about it. You're all about it. I'm all about it. I'm sure the president would be all about it, too. And wouldn't it just be a great thing for Jacksonville to have that week-long event here in our downtown area, especially after this economic shutdown? Wouldn't that just be a boon, a boost, a shot in the arm to all of our downtown businesses and all of our all of our hotels and all of our south side businesses and all the businesses at the beaches? I mean, there would be people don't just hang around downtown. They travel. They go out. They do this. They do that. They have outings. They have excursions. You know, think about all the things that could be going on. I think there may even be a Jaguar preseason game that same week. And if there is, I mean, that, that's huge. That's huge. But it would definitely give us a lot of money when a lot of people in Jacksonville need. Think about the Uber drivers and the Lyft drivers. Make a killing. 855-765-1045. All right, we have to take another quick break. We have a bunch more people who are waiting very patiently. We're going to try, like I said, to get to everybody uh, on today's Whatever You Want Wednesday. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. to talk about we will talk about that's that's and uh and that's i mean that's a that's a promise um it, it, we kind of backed ourselves into a corner because one day we had nothing planned we didn't want to do any work and it happened to be a wednesday now that worked out really well because whatever you want wednesday sounds a lot better than whatever you want tuesday uh so it, it just became a thing in fact our uh one of our bosses uh, we were talking to him one day he goes you know what i love you know what my favorite day of the week is i go what he goes it's whatever i want who you want wednesday and I go, that also subsequently happens to be the day that I talk the least. <laughs> but uh, but I'm glad you enjoy that. 855-765-1045. Michael in Washington State. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing good. Oh, great. What do you want to say, sir? Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about China for a minute. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's really coincidental that back a few months back that a whole bunch of Democrats pulled their socks out and got prepared for this virus, I consider it. And I really believe that the Democrats and the Chinese are working together to smudge Trump because they don't like his China trade deal. You think the Democrats and, think, and the Chinese are working together because they don't like Donald Trump? Yes, I think there should be an investigation. At least it needs to be looked into, considering that several of these politicians that pulled their stock out way ahead of time because they knew something was going to happen with the stock market because they're in cahoots with China. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. It's just not a coincidence. I mean, look, the, people, yeah. people, say, people say conspiracy theory, theory this, conspiracy theory that, but most of the time I've found that anytime somebody's quick to label something a conspiracy theory, it's because it's true and they're trying to throw off the scent. And I would, you know, look, it, they, they accused Donald Trump for years of what? 
being in cahoots with Russia, of working with Russia, of working with Putin to overthrow the Democrats, to hack Hillary Clinton's emails, to rig the election. That, of course, was not far-fetched at all. But if you suggest the opposite, meaning Joe Biden and the Democrats are working with China because Joe Biden loves China and China hates Donald Trump. If you suggest something like that, then all of a sudden, you know, it's a ridiculous conspiracy theory. So, look, I don't put I don't put anything past the Democratic Party. This is a party that has decided to utilize the 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 last resort impeachment clause in the Constitution to overthrow somebody that they just did not like. Failed at it miserably, but that's what they tried to do. This is a party that we know uses dead people to vote, uses illegal immigrants to vote. This is a party that allows people to vote twice. This is a party that produces extra ballots out of nowhere when the results are just too darn close. This is a party that will stop at nothing to get into power, except, of course, finding a decent candidate that can actually win an election. Think about how easy it would be for the Democrats to take over the United States of America. Find somebody better at being president than Donald Trump. Give them an agenda better than the one Donald Trump has. Convince more voters that person would be a better president than Donald Trump and allow the election to go off without any without any fraud, without any without any voter fraud or fraudulent votes or ballots being cast. And then you just take power the way it was meant to be by being the better choice for the United States of America. They've opted not to do that. They said, hey, you know what? We don't care about being the better choice. We don't care about the agenda. We're not really into making Americans' lives better. We want power and we want money. And if, in order to do that, we will buy, lie, cheat, steal, coerce. We will do whatever we have to to make sure that the elections go our way. We'll buy off the media. We'll make them post fake polls. We'll buy off the unions. We'll promise them whatever they want so that they can strong arm their workers into voting for us. Last time around, none of it worked. So, yeah, they're going to try to they're not going to stop at anything this time around. And if it means picking up the phone and calling China and saying, hey, let's make a deal and get this guy out of here. Let's get Donald Trump back to back to Mar-a-Lago for good. Then uh, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past him at all. Hey, thanks for calling. Eight five five seven six five. 104.5. This is Bill in Michigan. How you doing, Bill? Hey, doing great, Mark. What a refreshing voice for conservatives you are. Oh, I love your show, that. man. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I'm glad you yeah. called, Bill. What do you want to say? Well, this is going to piggyback on your last call yeah. with conspiracy and so forth. Time and facts or actions always weighs that out. But my take on the presidential election is you go back to the beginning first you had the DNC take out Bernie. Yeah. Then you had the uh convention that didn't happen with Biden and Bernie not having enough delegates is going to be brokered. Right. So it's going to go to the backroom boys and they're going to reach out this is just my theory they're going to reach out to Hillary as their savior because she's already beaten Trump once before. I say that because Hillary was not up to a year-long campaign. This was done so that she didn't have to be out there for a year, which she couldn't handle. And then to top it off, all these write-in ballots in swing states so they can steal the election because 
while she won the popular, she didn't get the electoral. They can't take away the electoral, so they've got to take away the vote. Yeah. And that's going to be with the write-in ballots. I mean, look, the, the what thing, do you think? The, I mean, look, I, I've heard a lot of theories about Hillary. I just don't think the Democrats are going to give Hillary Clinton another chance. I just don't think they're even they aren't that desperate. I mean, they put Joe Biden up, which shows how desperate they are. But they see the 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 I mean, they see the uh, what's what's been going on with him. And despite the, the fake polls that you're seeing and despite the endorsements that you're seeing, uh, I feel like Joe Biden is not a viable candidate. And I don't feel like Hillary Clinton would be any better. First of all, she's almost as old as he is. Second of all, she's already lost. And, you know, if anything, they'd be better off finding a younger, hipper candidate um, to carry on, not just for these four years, but the next four years and then set the stage for their vice president or somebody to, to take off. You know, it's a long term. You got to play the long game. But the brokered convention, look, we'll get into that a little bit here because it's true. It's true. Joe Biden does not have the 1,991 delegates he needs to win the nomination. But he could. He could, depending on what Bernie Sanders and the rest of them do with their delegates come camp, uh, come uh, Democratic National Convention time. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll be right back. More of the Marque Show next. 104.5 WOKV. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. And it's whatever you want Wednesday today. Where's Tom Hanks? Great question. Great. I don't know. Where's Carmen Sandiego? Uh, you know, all these things that we may never know the answer to. Where's uh, Waldo? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, is that what you going to say? Uh, right, I haven't found him, but I then, yeah. Yeah, well, keep looking. 855-765-1045. He's wearing red and white stripes, just FYI. Uh, this is Karen in North Carolina. Karen, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you today? Well, I'm a newbie to your show. Oh. And I'm excited. Yeah, hey. Oh. I'm excited. This is the second time I've been able to call in. Wow. But in, anyway, um, I want to ask about this whole Facebook going to settings, blocking, uh, something about fact check. Is yeah. this a hoax or is this for real? Is it a Well, here's the thing. Look, I don't know about every single social media network. I do know, though, that Twitter has been very vocal about its plans to, uh, to, to black. I mean, they've blackballed several conservative voices for way less than, than you would think that they would. I mean, they're like Milo Yiannopoulos was the very first high, high profile conservative, gay conservative who was, um, you know, very, very, what they called alt right. At the time, and they threw him off the platform. They just said, you can no longer be on our platform. They've also done it with other pundits and even political figures. There's a woman running for Congress uh, in South Florida who was banned from Twitter uh, because of her political views. Now, you'll notice no, not many Democrats get banned from Twitter. No matter you, Kathy Griffin the other day tweeted that you should you should inject uh, a, 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 a syringe full of air into President Trump, thus causing some kind of pulmonary embolism, and he would drop dead. But her Twitter account remains intact, and that's not fact-checked or anything. So Twitter is, is probably the worst of all of the culprits. YouTube is pretty bad as well because they've kicked off several um, several conservatives. What they do, though, at YouTube is they don't kick them off. They do what's called demonetizing. For example, if you're a conservative and you have a bunch of videos uh, that you – that you uh, if you have a, a large enough audience and you send videos out to them, there's advertising on those videos and YouTube will share a portion of the proceeds. So if they make, let's say, a dime for an ad, they give you five cents. 
Well, a lot of prominent YouTubers make a lot of money doing that, millions of dollars. And if uh, YouTube doesn't like what you're saying, if they don't like your conservative slant or your conservative viewpoints, they'll demonetize you, uh, which is what happened to a lot of the Alex Joneses and a lot of, uh, you know, Mark Dice and a couple of other very prominent YouTubers with a conservative lean. They just stopped getting money from YouTube, so they left. Um, Facebook, Facebook is iffy. Because I've heard a lot of complaints about Facebook. I've never really experienced that. I know of a lot of the negativity. But Diamond and, and Silk were thrown off of Facebook. And when the president got involved, they got their account back. And all of a sudden, oops, it was an error. We accidentally deleted Diamond and Silk's mm-hmm. page and they brought it back. But, I mean, there are a lot of conservatives who have a huge following. I mean, Tommy Laren. Our good friend, her Instagram has like millions of people, very active. I see her all the time. People are commenting. It doesn't look like she's getting shadow banned at all. Uh, you know, there's a couple of other. Another one is, um, who am I thinking of? I, you know, I, I, now that I'm trying to think of them, uh, I can't. But there's a, there's a lot of them who kind of, I don't know if they slip through the cracks or if Facebook keeps a couple people happy so that it doesn't look like they're, you know, like they have a left-leaning slant uh, like Twitter does. But it is. It is very interesting, and, it, and it's heating up now that the election's coming out, and uh, Donald Trump's not going to stand for it, that's for sure. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if the demon turds were behind it. If the what? Demon turds were oh, behind it. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> thanks. Thanks so much for your call. We appre- I mean, they are, basically, but uh, thanks so much for your call. We appreciate it. This is Stephanie in Jacksonville. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Hi, I'm doing just fine. Remember when the dog foods were tainted with melamine and all kinds of refuse and stuff? I don't want them doing that with my medication, the ones in China. Mm. So I have gone to all my pharmacies and all the producers of that medication and found out where they were made. One of five was in China. And so I I canceled that one. If everybody did that, then we would probably be a lot safer because I don't want that cook spitting in my food, so to speak. Yeah, so you went to uh, your pharmacist and said which one of these are made in China, and they were able to tell you, and you canceled those. Not all of them. I was I had to call Mylan and, and some of the others to find out because the name ones can be made somewhere else. I found some Canada, Mexico, Vietnam. Yeah, I'm kind of fine with those, but I don't want China making my medicine. All right. Oh no, I wouldn't. Hey, thanks for uh, calling. We really appreciate it. Uh, this is Joni in Nocatee. How you doing, Joni? I'm doing well. How are you, Mark? Really well. What do you want to say today? Okay, like many people, you know, I've look, I'm looking at my past, my family's history to yeah. get more information. And I recently went out, and you can put in a person's name even on Google, and their name comes up and all, all kinds of information about them. So recently, I put in my mom's name. I was trying to get some more information about her mom. And I know it's my mom because I looked to make sure it was the right husband and the children and all that. Not only my mom, but my husband's mom, they're both still alive. Now, my mom died in 2003. My husband's mom died in 2007. They're both still alive as far as when you go out and look for them, you know. Um, and um, they would be, they said they would be like 95 and 90, they are right now currently, but they're yeah. not. 95 and 96 years old. That would be uh, correct based on their birth date. They're still alive out there. And when you were talking about voter fraud and people that have actually died, it made it clicked in my head because I I was shocked to see that both my mom and my husband's mom were still active yeah. uh, as far as yeah yeah no look, that's a huge problem I mean here's the deal when when they started sending out stimulus checks uh you know a couple months or about a month ago they started sending them out and thousands of them were going to people who had passed away 
um, either from coronavirus or from something else. But they just didn't because they'd paid their taxes. They had no record of 2019 when their taxes were paid to now that they that they were deceased. And these people started getting even, checks. And, and yeah, but that's, keep in mind, this has been from 2003, 2007. Sure, sure. I mean, I, I mean, I understand that. And that's the thing. There's so many people still out there who who, you know, the system thinks are around and aren't. And it only takes one person or one group of people to figure out a way to manipulate those uh, those names. And because, you know, like you yes. said, if somebody thinks they're alive. So why shouldn't they vote, especially if you've got a vote by mail situation? Because there's no way to prove that. 855-765-1045. Willem in Missouri. How you doing, Willem? Oh, I'm doing OK. Um, uh, I just got a letter from uh, uh, Joe Biden in the mail yesterday. And um, and um, it says uh, uh, R-E-S-S-A-R-A-H-S-T-A-R-N-E-S. And, uh, and, and I'm, a, I'm a Democrat. And, right. um, um, and, uh, so Missouri, Kansas. Okay. Willem, let me ask you, what was that you just spelled out? I did was that a, a bad word or was it? No, this is R E read S. Can you just tell, oh, hang on. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's that. I don't know what's happening. What would it, did anyone catch? What did he write? I didn't write it down. Uh, did you write it down? I, I'll go back and write it down. All right. We'll go back. We'll go back and we'll write it. He got a letter from Joe Biden and it sounded like he got a bunch of letters. Uh, an R and E and S. <laughs> I got a letter from Biden he wanted yeah. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I wish he would have talked about it. 855-765-1045. Dale in Oakleaf. How you doing, Dale? Uh, doing pretty good. Oh, good. What's up, man? What did you want to say? Okay, well, this is anytime uh, Wednesday kind of stuff. In the last four years, I've been put in the hospital twice by people texting. Okay? My question is, and I, want, I really want the sheriff to hear this. Okay, who's going to guard the guardians? Okay, I, would, I just came from my home, um, someplace where I was, you know, gambling. Okay, but on the way there, I saw three police cars, three. Every single one of them were on the text, were on the phone. Oh, so, I'm sorry, you were injured twice by people texting in their cars? Yes, I got put, I got put in the hospital twice oh, by no. people who were texting. Yeah. Okay. And on the way here to the gambling area, man, yeah. okay, I saw three cop cars. Every single one of them were texting. Yeah. Well, every single one of them were on the well, – who's going to guard the guardians? You mean, who, you mean who's going to watch the watchers? Yeah, no, I see. That's a good – I don't know. I don't know anything. I mean, if they're, uh, if they're texting and driving, I assume – but that's against the law. I don't know. And I'm sorry to hear that you got injured. That, that stinks. 855-765-104. By the way, where are you gambling? Because I might, I might roll out there and join you. 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got a time for – we'll squeeze a couple more phone calls in right after this. It's the Mark K Show. Whatever you want Wednesday. The conclusion on 104.5 WOKV. People really don't believe that we don't plan anything. But I'll be honest with you. We don't plan anything on Wednesdays. We barely plan things the other four days of the week. I don't see you until 10.06. Yeah, really. We wander in here. I make I was, it a point, yeah. I was talking to Jeremy Radliff about movies for like 20 minutes before the show. And then when the show started, we said, okay, it's whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about, that's what we will talk about. 855-765-1045. And to prove that point, we go to Wade in Orange Park. Hi, Wade. How are you? What's up, Mr. Marquet? Thank hey. you for taking my call. How are you today? Doing great, Wade. What do you think? What do you want to say today? Although I think it's weird, I'm watching somebody ride their bike in the open air with a mask on. That's not why I called. 
I'm fairly new to Jacksonville, and I can't find a good burger. And I'm I'm thanking God it's whatever you want Wednesday because I'm hoping, you know, one of you, your fine listeners, can guide me on where the very best burger in town is. Now, funny you should mention, we did about six or seven months ago, we did this exact time for like two hours. Yeah, for an entire day, yeah. I'll be honest with you, there's a place called M Shack. Uh, There's one in Atlantic Beach and there's one at the St. John's Town Center. I'm a huge fan of the M Shack. We had to break it down, though, into different qualities of burger, right? Like If you're looking for a fine dining burger, you don't go to the M Shack. But if you're looking for like, like, you know, like a a, a stomach filler that you're going to leave happily. Oh, like Capital Grill or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a, a hamburger Mary's. A lot of people like. There's a, there's a ton of different places around here. Um, the, with the uh, with, do we have that podcast somewhere? Is that Probably, on? yeah. All right, we'll we'll dig around the podcast and we'll uh, we'll send you the link. But if you're looking for a quick and dirty good burger, oh, I mean, uh, what's the other one? Wasn't Grumpy's one? Grumpy's was Grumpy's one. Grumpy's yeah, one over in Orange Park. There was area. one up in award winning uh, burgers at Wacko's. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, who wouldn't want to eat a burger at Grumpy's? Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like the place you'd get a good burger. They also have a uh, miniature golf right next door. So there you go. Hey, Chad is saying Betty's Burger Betty's? and Pose at the beach. Oh, that was Pose. one. I remember that That's one. That's right. Pose, yeah, Pose with the burger. You got to go to Pose. Seeing Whataburger. Uh, yeah, good Five luck. guys. Good, good luck. Uh, 855-765-1045. This is Joshua in Arizona. How you doing, Joshua? Hey, man. How are you? Oh, good, man. What's up? What would you want to say, sir? Hey, bro. Hey, I was just wondering if you've seen uh, Facebook this morning and seen that clip of Biden uh, where he says that... Uh, I am going to beat Joe Biden in the 2020 election. I just wanted to hear your thoughts about that. Wait, who said that? I heard this. Biden, 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 said this in a, Biden said this in an interview. I see it on Facebook this morning. And uh, he, said, uh, he said that uh, he will unequivocally beat Joe Biden in the 2020 election. I mean, if that's true, I'll be honest with you, I 100% agree. You can find it pretty easily. He was, on, he was saying, like, I have 40 years of service and yeah. 40 years of a record. Yeah, and yeah, I will. yeah, yeah. But to me, it sounded like I will be Joe Biden. Like, no, I, I have 40 years to prove that I'm going to be Joe Biden. I feel, I, oh, that's interesting. But I've, seen, gonna, I've seen both sides. Well, listen, I know what I'm doing this afternoon. I know what I'm doing this afternoon. Hey, I'm going to get a burger and go find that clip and watch it over <laughs> and over again. 855 Beat Joe Biden. I mean, he's already beating Joe Biden. Did you hear what he said about African American voters? Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Bill in Jacksonville. How you doing, Bill? Hey, good. Uh, I'm a baby boomer old guy, and I'm want to call about masks today because, like the caller previously, who was looking at somebody riding a bicycle with a mask on, you yeah. see him in cars. But you know, we grew up in, in a the Soviets or the Russians were going to bomb the heck out of us. Yeah. And in school, we'd go and. Out in the halls, get out of the glass. Sure. My parents would take me to hang out with the mumps, the measles kids, and said, yeah. make sure you lick their head before we go home. Right. We had polio. Yeah. You know, these kids are so cowardly. It's ridiculous. And I've talked to them about it. And it's like, well, you never know. It's like, my God, you're 22 years old. You're healthy as an ox, and you're wearing a freaking mask. You don't live with your grandma. Yeah, What's no. Wrong with you? you look, take off your mask and go lick somebody's head. That's that's a great that's a great advice, man. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We no, and we're not listen. We're not actually telling you to go out and lick someone's head, but you know, it's the United States of America. The choice is yours. Eight five, just don't lick my head. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is the number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. Listen, what a great whatever you want Wednesday we've had today. Hey, um, Mark. Yeah, I did some research. I found that best burger broadcast was on. Uh, 
from uh, September 18th of 2019. Yeah. So if our friend Wade wants to go back in the Wayback Machine on our podcast page, go to uh, September 18th, and you'll find the uh, Best Burger in Jacksonville podcast. Wow, Scott, I appreciate that, although you're, none of us are supposed to work today. It's what it's not our day to work, but I appreciate you taking the initiative. 855-765-1045. Listen, we're out of here. Traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh, all coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.